Welcome back to Inverted Down Under. I'm your host, Ozzy Mozzie. And I'm your co-host, Jeff Smart. This is episode two, The Heat Wave. In this episode, we're going to talk about a new build that's been done by Jeff Smart, our very own co-host. Uh, we're also going to talk about some new products that are on the market and coming to the market. And later on in the program, we're going to be speaking to Brendan Tucker, who's the man behind Heli Heatwave, which is one of the big events here in Australia. Okay, so after the launch and uh, of Inverted Down Under and our first episode, of course, went out, I, I could I, the, the feedback and the support that I got, I, I was completely shocked, really surprised, like... Uh, I got so much feedback on Facebook, um, private messages, a lot of them from a lot of people in Australia. It was fantastic. Uh, on the forum, uh, Helifreak, um, same again. I got quite a lot of good feedback on that. Um, and really surprised me. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't expect um, much feedback from America, but I did. We, we, we did, didn't we? It was, Hallie, what do they call um, Hellyhead? Hellyhead show that podcast. Yeah, they mentioned us. Um, thanks, guys. I'm really surprised and really pleased with that. Really appreciate it a lot. Um, I know I never really thought of it. I just figured that you know, Australia, which is going to get Australian listeners, but, but no, we're getting listeners from America, probably from the UK and probably other places as well. So. I just want to thank everybody for all of your support, um, all the great feedback, and yeah, I hope we can continue on this and we get more people listening and people enjoy it. I guess, um, Jeff, did you did you get much feedback from many people? Yeah, oh, yeah, same same on Facebook, everything else, and also we're on iTunes now. Ah, uh, yes, so I did submit that, and took a little while for some reason. I don't yeah. know, but yes, we're uh, on iTunes, so. That's automatic now. Yep. yep. So Don't that's, have to wait anymore. That's good. So we're on iTunes as well. Okay, let's move on. Um, Jeff, let's talk about your build because you've just built a new heli and you have even done the maiden and a few flights on it. Um, tell us all about it, Jeff. Yeah, well, it's Soxos Strike 7. Uh, I got a kit from Dennis just after or just before Christmas. Dennis from uh, Soxos Australia. Soxos Australia, that's yeah. it. Um, great value for money. Thousand bucks Aussie. That's good, isn't it? No blades, but still. That's okay. That's good. That's good. Much cheaper than what the DB7 used to be. So yeah, yeah, true. That's going to make things work for him or for Soxos. But it was an easy build. It went together very, very quickly. You, I think you had the same <laughs> thing going on. All of a sudden, the thing was built. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just love the, the one-piece frame. Um, milled out of one piece of aluminium. That's pretty trick. I think that's what makes it quick to build. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. And the manual, fantastic. Really easy. Yep. Um, you know, some I, are easier than others. This one was easy. I found the same. I found the the drivetrain. I looked at some of the differences between the Strike 7 and the DB7, and the drivetrain is stronger because they've moved the one-way bearing back to the secondary shaft, which halves the torque requirements on the one-way so now you can run a, a 10 kilowatt motor i believe so that's pretty good the gears are molded carbon composite and steel which provides a lot of strength and very very quiet this one's got a belt tail which is good it's a little bit more forgiving than say the torque tube that was on the db7 but 
the belt must be tight. You've got to run it tight. It's got to be sort of no slip when you really put some pressure on it. And there's a small roller bearing above the tail box. And you've got to have that so it's not too tight. You don't want to be dragging too much, so it's just touching. Now the tail geometry is quite different from other helis. So your tail gains need to be higher. I found in my lower head speeds, I had to be around about 100 on the, on the v, v control. So something to be aware of, but it's not a problem, it flies fine. Also, one thing I like is you can adjust the tail belt tension up the track and you don't have to move any of your rods or anything. Everything stays compact as far as the way the tail servo works. There's no adjusting. Because the tail servo is mounted to the boom. Yeah. Mm. So mm. Yep. That's, that's, I guess it's an old design, but it's good. Now, the new belt has a 14-tooth pulley with a 4 to 1 ratio. Um, I'm With the 14S... Bit different, I think, on your 12S, but I'm finding it's it's hanging on. But I'm not, you know, if I really push it, I'm not quite sure whether it's going to hang on. It's mm -hmm. been fine for you though, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, perfectly on, fine. On a 12S setup, but we have some news. Mm -hmm. We have some some hot off the press stuff. I think this is the first time in the world this has been announced actually. But mm -hmm. um, Heli Professionals is presently testing a 13 tooth speed up pulley which is expected around the end of Feb, so I'll be jumping onto that one for sure. Yes, I'm sure you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Very good news. Yeah, and I think that's going to – I did some small maths on it earlier, and I think it's a fair jump up, that one too. Oh, good. Because okay. it's already so small. Right. Anyway, that'll be something to look forward to. Now, my setup is a little bit different. I'm, I've am i gone 14S. I've got a Ego Drift Motor 4530 HS – which is 470 kb. I'm using the stock 16 tooth pinion and I've got around about 2200 rpm at around 83% on the Cosmic 160. Now on the top I've got 700 Rage Blades and on the back I've got the first brand which is made by Heli Professionals in the 115 size. Now the servos I'm running are GDW these these are strong servos. I remember when I crashed them. Aren't they the same servos Khan uses? Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I've seen videos when they're smashing with hammers on YouTube. Really? And they still work. Well, yours still work. <laughs> but you, you remember the crashing in <laughs> Australia. Yes. And um, I took them out. I thought, we'll see what happens. They're fine. They're beautiful. There's, there's nothing wrong with them at all. So mm. got away with that. And in the rear, I've got a Futaba BLS... 276. Now, with this particular servo, um, you're using the same one, aren't you, Steve? But on the tail, yeah. Yeah. Um, best to use a servo programmer, I think, just to get a bit of extra travel. I did. Yeah. Mm. I haven't on mine. I'm just getting away with it, but I think I'm going to maybe get you to help me on that one. Put some more onto it. <laughs> yeah, yep. I reckon. Now, what about your setup? Because yours is different, Steve. Well, yes, it is. Mine's 12S, 5000. Gen's Ace Packs. Uh, I've got a Cosmic 200 on there. Um, I've got the Tell Me module and a 2S buffer pack. Um, I've got the Ego Drift motor on there. I've got BK servos, the Fataba tail like yours. And I'm running on the 685 black belts with the 115 Rotatech tails. I can't remember my head speeds. I think I'm at like 1750, 1750, 19, 50, and 2150. I think somewhere around there. And I fly most of it at 1750. 
you've seen me. I, that's 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 where I fly most of it, and it's it's beautiful to fly. And when you even when you're on the top head speed, you wouldn't know it. No, it's very quiet. Mine's very very quiet. Yeah, I noticed that. Like when I'm on twenty one fifty, it's like sure that's twenty one fifty. I find it very quiet. Mm. And what about uh, weights? We've both got different setups. Uh, um, what was mine? What's five. your overall flying weight? Mine was five point one. No. no, no, five point five one. Sorry, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yep. got to get this right. Mine's a tad heavier, but not too bad at five point six three kilos. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. So it's only a little bit in it. There you go. And I'm getting magnificent flight time. It comes down very cool as well. But um, yeah, flight time. Yeah, I can't remember my flight time. I'm. I think it's around seven minutes on bank one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's I'm very efficient. Pretty sure it is. All right, let's move on. A couple of things. Um, the canopy. Now, it can s- separate under extreme backwards flying. So yeah. they have advised to um, either use some Velcro underneath or on the top, or you can make up a homemade clip or you can use yep. all, all different types of design. We've, what have we done? We've copied off someone, haven't we? Uh, Raquel's dad made up a like a spring-loaded clip, I suppose you could call it. So I just, yeah, basically 3D printed the blocks, and um, which I've made for, well, myself, you, and also Tony. Anthony's got some, well, he hasn't got them yet, but I made them up for him as well. But yeah, you just just pull it back and unclips and off you go. It's really easy. I like it. It just, um, 100%, it's never going to come undone. It's cleaner too. Yeah, you can't see it. The Velcro works, but... I like to tinker. Yeah. <laughs> so why not? It, it took me a couple of hours to build that. Yeah. And that, because I had to find all the parts. Were, oh, like yeah. Old planes and things like that. But yeah. the collar and the spring. It was great fun. Yeah. yeah it is. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So let's get on to how does it fly? What is your experience, Aussie? Uh, mine. Well, it, it, the first thing I noticed was it flies light, it doesn't feel like 5.5. On mine, I felt like it, it just flies light, and I've only got six, eight, five black belt blades like they're small. Um, it's very precise, uh, agile. I feel very, it feels very direct. I feel like connected to it. Um, and you've probably been seeing me flying it like I'm flying it quite low to the ground, so mm, very comfortable for me to fly low. I've got to feel comfortable, mm. you know. So, there's an indication of how I feel about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I personally, am, I'm the same. I like the agility and the precision and how it's locked in. Um, but how quiet that drivetrain is. That yeah, kills me. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's beautiful. Not as quiet as most TDF, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, very, defi- very yeah, nice. definitely, definitely quiet, yes. So you can crank it right up and you don't even know it half the time. Um, head speeds feel much lower than actual, but visibility on the grey sky like I don't like flying on grey skies too much as you know mm, you don't this one I feel great with it it's really it's yep. a big canopy yep. the colours are great yep. so I'm yeah very impressed with it so it's early days I'm still tuning I'm looking forward to that 13 tooth tail pulley yep. I reckon that'll be for a 14S setup because I'm pushing it yep. I think that's going to be it for me it's going to be great yeah brilliant very good mm, so there you go nice one thanks Jeff Okay, let's move on to the new products. Yes, okay. Um, the R2 
prototype buffer slash capacitor pack, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you, you're familiar with it, aren't you, Jeff? Yeah, I've never had one on a heli, but I've watched you. You've seen I've mine. I've seen how yours yeah. work. Yeah. Really good, yeah. really yeah. easy to use. So these guys decided to I'm gonna stop manufacturing them so you can't get them. All the stock in the hobby shops have all dried up. And, if, you know, there's been a lot of people that, ah, what's going on? We want them, we want them. Well, from a very reliable source, I have heard that uh, someone is going to be coming out with an R2 prototype-style buffer pack. I, I don't know much about it, but the source is very reliable, so that's really good news. That's coming. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I'm pretty sure we'll be able to get it local. You'll be in, sir? I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, you got to get them. They're really good. I probably will, I think. Because it's... Cause, cause what I, I like about it is yeah. that you don't have to remember anything. That's the thing. How many times have yeah. I flown my TDR2, landed it, and went to pull out the mm. buffer pack and it's not even plugged in? And I've done the same. It's like, yep. oh, how did I forget that? Yeah. But with those, with the R2 prototype buffers, it's fantastic. You just plug them in and off you go. And they do the same thing, don't they? They do all yeah. the spikes and they keep the current level yes. all the way through, smooths yep. it all out. Smooths it all out and it gives you some time to land if you get a, like a desolder on your main packs. And you don't have to worry about charging, do you? No, nope, there's none of that. They're maintenance free. Yeah. Yeah. They literally plug them in and go. But there's one other one on the market, isn't there? Oh, yeah, the, the Banggood one. Banggood. Yeah. Well, that's just come out. I don't know much about it. I don't know... Yeah, I don't know much about it. I don't even know how reliable it'll be. It'll be I don't know. I'd, I'd rather wait. I don't think I'd risk it. No, I'd rather wait. Well, I'm going to wait. Yeah. I've got a couple there on Hallies and one on the bench. I've got the original one. So yeah, I'm going to wait for this new one to come out, which won't be very far away. Um, so that's good news. So it's uh, going to be exactly the same product of what the prototype was? Don't know. But the same people? No, no, different people. So the people that were making the R2 prototype aren't making it anymore, but someone else is going to take it on. And this this, this other people are actually going to be making it. But it's the same design? Oh, I don't know. Don't I, know. I, don't know. I don't know if it's their own design. Okay. I, I, I don't know. That's all I know is that there is something coming, which is great news for those people who want that type mm. of buffer pack. All good. All good. Very good. Um, Some blades. Now, the... the they're made by Heli Professional, and the brand name is First. It's an unusual. When I first yeah. saw it, I thought maybe you can get second. <laughs> and it's not First as in F-Y-R-S-T. It's the number one. So it's one S-T first. Uh, they're 690. Well, the main blades that they've got at the moment are 690s. I tried them on my Strike 7, and I liked them. They're good. I, yep, felt very comfortable with them and straight away. Cliff's got him on his yeah, Strike Seven. Cliff's got him on his Strike he's Seven. He's had him for a little while. Yep, he's he's enjoying them. Yep. Um, and he was he was having dramas, and he put those blades on, and everything was fixed. It was, what was the drama? Oh, he was having trouble with the tail. He was having trouble with some noise and stuff, and then he had some old blades on there. Oh, right, okay. They were Curtis Youngbloods or something like so that. So that's why he's got yeah, something brand tot- new. The weight could have been wrong, whatever. But anyway, he's put on the, these new 690s. He's very happy. Okay, very good. Yeah, and I, I think I'll I've get got some. I've got the 115. The 115s. Oh, yes, they're tails. Yeah, yes, they, they make have. tails as well. They've got, um, I'm not sure the sizes. I know, yeah, there's 115. I think there was a 90 maybe and a 105. I think. I can't um, remember. You might need to look that one up. 
And we've also got some RT seven ten six tens, I should say, Ultimates. Yeah, they've just come out. They've been testing and testing and testing and testing, of course, and um, uh, they've just come out. Mickey D at Rapid Halley's. He's, uh, I know they're on his side. I don't know if he's got any stock yet, but I know they're on his side to buy. Look, being Rototex, they're going to be good blades. I We both rode on Rototex on our TDR2s. Yep. Um, I've ran them on a few other Rototex on different other Halley's, and they've always proven to be a very good blade. Um, so no, oh, that's right. And I had the seven hundred ultimates until I decided to destroy, to destroy them. <laughs> but um, which heli was that on? That was on the NX seven. Oh, just recently, yeah. That thing's gone in a few times. Yes, it has. It? Yeah, anyway, we'll talk about it another day. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, they're new. The Rotatech six ten ultimates, uh, and they got a. Pur- have you seen them? The purplish to them. No, I haven't seen uh, them. Yet. They look. They look actually oh, really good. It's my favourite colour, purple. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you like them. Just shame you don't have a heli to suit them. Well, I do, but it's my night flyer. Oh, I've got yeah, the stretch yeah, yeah, five seventy right. up to six hundred. Yeah, yeah, you have to. They'll fit on there, perfect. But, but it's a night flyer. It's a night flyer, but you never know. It might always be that way. Just going back to those first blades, there. I'm just looking on Soxos Australia's website. He's got, um, yeah, it is ninety millimeters, one hundred fives and one one fives in stock. And yeah, so they're the tails and the mains are 690s. Hopefully they come out with some more main sizes. That would be good. Don't know if they are, but anyway, that would be good. Yep. Um, so yeah, so going back to that, uh, getting sidetracked here. Uh, so the Rotatech 610 Ultimates, they've just come on the market. I reckon they'd be fantastic. And just today, Ra at uh, XL Power has announced the new XL Power Protoss Nitro 700 is back. It looks good on the yep. on the pictures I saw. Looks fantastic. I don't think it's changed a lot visually from when MSH Protoss was was Some, the was colours doing on it. the canopy. Um, oh, I think it looks the same on the, oh, I can't remember. I'd have to have a look at the photos. It's a little bit of um, Spectre 700. I can it's channeling. <laughs> it's channeling I like that. <laughs> but apparently they lost some weight on it. Yeah. I think it might have been 300 grams lost on yeah, that on the airframe. So that's that's interesting. But um, so that's really good. I I assume Hamish Scott will be getting a kit. Um, and and te- Mick D will be probably yeah. yeah Mick D will Hallies. be will be um, su- um, supporting them. Yeah. I would say. Um, Watch his website. So, being a Nitro fan, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that progresses. And I couldn't care less. And you- <laughs> Uh, look, all the listeners out there going, gee, Jeff, you're missing out, man. You're really missing no, out. Because uh, all of us Nitro people just understand, don't we? We all understand. Nitro is king. If only we could get it a lot easier here in Australia at a reasonable price. Because i tell you what, a gasser isn't looking too bad sometimes. Um, so anyway, that wraps up the new product segment. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for that gear. I'm sure there's more to come. All right, I think it's time we moved on to Heli Heatwave. Uh, welcome to Inverted Down Under, Brendan Tucker. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for having me. How's it going, mate? Yeah, it's all good up here at the moment. It's a bit smoky from the uh, fires, but uh, we're getting through it. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, tough times up there. Yeah, and I think you guys have had the same down there as well. So yeah, we've pretty had tough all over the country. Fair, fair bit of smoke, yeah, down here. It's been... Sort of stopping us flying a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think we uh, we probably um, 
had about nine to about 11 total fireband days. So wow. that killed a few of my weekends. And it yeah. certainly hampered my uh, efforts to make it to the gym. Yeah, it would have a lot. Oh, uh, well, hopefully they get all that under control. Well, I think it's crossed, mate. There's a bit of rain coming through today, a bit more tomorrow. So hopefully uh, we'll get it in the right spots. Yeah, exactly. And get those fires out quick. Oh, that's good. Okay, well, first of all, well, I, you know, welcome to Inverted Dan Owen, and thank you very much for taking the time out to come on and have a chat to us, us too. Um, I guess let's move on to uh, basically when when did Heli Heatwave start and how did it come about? Uh, well, Heli Heatwave actually kicked off back in 2000. Um, myself and uh, another young pilot in Wagga at the time, Jason McAtanamy, uh, just kicked off into helicopters around about 1990 and um, we're sort of just feeling our way uh, very very green to the scene sort of thing I had a little bit of experience in aeroplanes Jace was also the same but we we sort of got pushed into the heli stuff um, just there was an old guy there he was just bashing around an old XL60 and um, we thought oh well, if he can do it we can do it so um, Back in 1999, I think it was, GUZ, 98, end of 98, um, I had the opportunity to pick up a helicopter and um, it was a pretty good deal at the time. Um, back then, helicopters were super expensive. Um, so I ended up picking up my first helicopter for 1200 bucks, ready to fly. Uh, it was in a child flight BK117 body. Um, not really practical for a trainer, but... Um, yeah, you know, I just thought, you know, I'll get into this and um, quickly stripped it out, made a uh, pot and beam out of it. But um, Jace and I, we, we went to Campbelltown Pumpfly um, and met a few guys there and we went, well, you know, we, we learned a lot that weekend and why can't we do something in Wagga to help out the people around our area um, progress with their helis and that's where Heli Heatwave was born pretty much. Um, wow. Interesting to know. Yeah, purely just just for that, it was basically just trying to better ourselves. Very good. Um, Yeah, and um, I think, you know, at the time, our first event back in 2000, we had 20 people, um, mostly from our region, so Albury, Griffith, Dubbo, uh, maybe a couple of guys from Sydney. So it was a pretty good kickoff. Um, and then the following year, it doubled in size. We got to 40. Wow. The year after that, we got to 60. So, wow. Um, it very quickly. Yeah, it grew very, very quickly. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, so okay. So over the years, what's evolved? What's happened over the years that's changed throughout the time? Well, I think, I think the key ingredient is still there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it always will be, uh, which is basically um, getting people together, helping them out with their models, flying, you know, mm-hmm. might be set up a few other bits and pieces, and it was purely just set up for us to progress our flying skills. Um, it's evolved a little bit over the years. Um, you know, we got into 2012, and um, with the help of Justin, Church, good mate of mine. Um, he bought. He wanted to bring out Matt Bogos with uh, Synergy, so um, we did that, and that sort of kicked us off a little bit, and, and sort of took it in another direction with these international guests. And um, yeah, on top of that, again, we evolved a little bit more, and 
and said, well, okay, if you're going to come out, let's do a pilot school. So oh. it gave the opportunity for the local pilots to, to you know, experience what these top-class pilots were doing, yep. how they were doing it, what they set up to like and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, along the way, we've had some really great names, you know, like Bodos, we've had Maxwell, Kyle Dahl, Duncan Bossian, Kyle Stacey, um, and, and then Khan last year. So um, there's been some really great names. I don't think anyone's gone away disappointed from those events. No, um, no way. Very exciting, really. Certainly, certainly had a lot of exposure to uh, some world class pilots, that's for sure. Yeah, true. That's really good. Yeah. Okay, so um, this year, <laughs> this is the 20th, isn't it? <laughs> yes, 20th event. It's not really the 20th anniversary. There was a, um, back in 2010, uh, sorry, 2009, um, the Welcome Model Era Club at the time decided that they were going to host it uh, through lack of interest. Um, at the time, I was actually working away out of town. Um, and just didn't have the time to dedicate to it. So the guys that took it over um, sort of fought the hard fight, tried to get it up and running, but the club sort of kiboshed it a little bit. So we missed that one. Um, but this year's event will be our 20th. Right. Um, but, you know, rather than chasing the big names again and, and trying to outdo the other events that bring over international guests, we just thought, well, why, why not just make it for the people? Um, you know, the local pilots, they're the guys that really make the event. I wouldn't say that bringing over an international guest um, certainly makes the event and, you know, you do a little bit of notoriety for it, but I think the people that turn up to the event are the people that make the event. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, yep. Yeah, I would, you know, it's great to have those international guests, but, you know, I'd love to catch up with you guys and... And, and people like Hamish and Paulie Hopkins over in Canberra and um, Jack Milton and the guys from Sydney. You know, like it's just a great environment and yeah, yep. you, know, you can just have a lot of fun. Very much so. Yep, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So what else is going to happen this year? Sorry? What, what, what else is going to happen this year? Anything different? Anything? Any special events uh, perhaps? I think, or? Well, well, we, we just sort of went back to our roots, really, um, and just thought, you know, it's 20 years, it's a long time to be running an event. It sure is. Um, why not just celebrate the people that made the event? So we, mm. we, did, we discussed having an international guest, and we, you know, we sort of felt that, that probably wasn't the right way to go about it. Um, you know, let's try and get as many people involved, you know, make it 20 buck entry fee, and just see who turns up. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, I think I think we'll have a lot of fun. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, because some of the discussions that come out of these things too is that people don't turn up because um, they're afraid to be judged by these international guests. Oh wow! Um, really? Yeah, it's some yeah, it's surprising mm. some of the feedback you do get. Like we, a bigger we deal. run surveys through Heli Heatwave and things like that just to gauge what's going on. You know. Some people think that the entry fee is too high at 50 bucks. You know, yeah, okay. years ago, um, there used to be a big event down at Shepparton called the Shepparton Heli Fest, and it was run by majority of the distributors in, in Australia. And they would put massive amounts of money into these things, like 
the grand prize was $10,000 helicopter combo. Uh, fully decked out, it was tuned by whoever they bought out that year, so Curtis Shumblood might have came out. They've chucked in, you know, they build a helicopter exactly what he has, tune it, get or give him to tune it, and have that set up ready to go for the winner. Um, you know, those, those events back then, that were 100 bucks to go to. Um, you know, it, it's, people have varying, um, I suppose, expectations and, and what they want to spend on going to events and things like that. And we just, you know, we just sort of thought, you know, being the 20th, why not just bring it back to the roots and, you know, 20 hey, bucks, see yep. who turns up. It's a good idea. I, th- I think you're I th- right. I think, I think we'll probably get more people. Yeah, you probably will. I think you're right. And yeah, everyone loves to get together and, and fly their helis and chat and catch up with everybody. So yeah, it's a great idea. And like I said, I think yeah. maybe people yeah. will be more comfortable. Maybe we'll get people that are not as experienced. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I mean, you have a look at, um, let's go back to SA Helifest. I know you guys love that a bit. Um, and listening from your first podcast, you know, you, you had a bit of a discussion about that. Um, I mean, how great was it to see Jack Nielsen, Amy Scott, <laughs> Reese Wyatt, yep. and Min Dunn yep. going at it? Yep. You know, those guys walking out on a flight line one after the other. Yep. Just so much entertainment. And, and the tone grand talent. Um, you know, I, I thought that was fantastic. Um, and that was really the highlight for me, I think, of that event. Yeah, we do have some very good pilots here, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'd like to think that Heli 8 has something to do with that too. Yeah, it probably has. It's been running for 20 years. It'd have to. Certainly spurs yeah, me I on. Mean, I find that... Um, well, sorry, I, I find that... Um, I don't know, just the fact that you're going to an event, it, it makes you try harder. It makes you think about things. You pick up things while you're there and you come back and you try them. And For me, it's made a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I remember a young Reese White turning up um, probably about six years ago. I think he's he's eleven this year. So I, I think the first year he turned up, he was six years old. Um, and you know he was watching whoever was here that time. I think it might have been Nick. And then the next year he came back. He was, you know, he he was really really good the year after. And I think he's just built his skills up just from watching those guys and having the access to. Um, yeah, and he's having a lot of success now too. He so. certainly is. He's fantastic. Mm. Okay, so um, go on, Jeff. I think Jeff wanted to ask you something. Yeah, just um, how are things going with the canteen and the camping and showers and all that sort of stuff that people, you know, just so people can work out what they need to bring and all those sorts of things. Yeah, so um, those for, that aren't familiar with the Cootamundra State Flying Field, um, it actually has toilets, hot showers uh, with running water. Um, it's all set up there for you. Camping's free. Being the State Flying Field, it's set up by the Aeromodelers New South Wales Association. So it's open for any Aeromodeler at any time pretty much to turn up there and have a fly. But, um, their philosophy is don't charge for the camping, so you know they supply all that uh, facility for anyone who attends. Uh, it's all free of charge, which is great. Um, canteen's back again, big and strong. Um, doing the Saturday night dinner again, so uh, which is great. Keeps everyone out there at the field and 
you know, gives a good opportunity for people to actually sit down and have a chat, um, rather than running around trying to work out which pub we're going to go to that night. Uh, and then you can kick back and watch the, the night flying after that, which uh, pretty much for that event now that it's over at Kutamundra, um is now any night. So if you want to turn up Wednesday night and have a night fly and you want to do that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you can go for it pretty much. So it's great. And um, last year they had a couple of guys there staying underneath the big roof uh, just in swags. Is that still an option? Yep. Yeah, that's an option, mate. That'll probably be my option again too. Um, <laughs> not a bad area there, that little mezzanine up the top. Yeah. Um, nice cool breeze, middle of summer. It's great. And um, what about accommodation? Have you got anywhere that you can recommend or is there a list or do you need to maybe put that on your website or how's that going to work? Yeah, look, we, we don't really have any preferred providers over there. Uh, most of the motels have got a pretty good rate. Um, we found that they don't really, don't really discount too much um, for whatever reason, but um, I think it's firstly best dressed because it's pretty limited over there. Um, but, but I think most people will tend to camp this year after they missed out last year's antics. Yeah, we're, we're already booked in, so we're set. But um, one other question I had was um, uh, is there going to be any, any, like I think last time one of the pubs was given a bit of a special on a particular night or whatever, where the meals were maybe a little bit cheaper. Is that going to happen again this year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Family Hotel are going to sponsor again. Um, last year they gave us a few vouchers. Uh, I think we had four four vouchers per day uh, for a $25 meal. So I'm pretty sure those guys are keen to have us back again. Um, the, I think they've got the Friday night uh, happy hour as well from about 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Oh, so cool. Good time that night. Might get a couple of cheap beers. Yeah. Sounds good. And sponsors, have you got a list of those yet or, am I, or are we a bit early? Um, well, to tell you the truth, mate, we actually haven't worried about sponsors. Like I said before, we've gone back to our grassroots, which our first event we didn't actually have any. Um, so it's just more of getting people involved. Um, I know people like to you know, dabble in the pilot straws and things like that, but um, I think the way that the industry is shaped at the moment. I don't know that, that all that strong that people have got enough in their sponsorship bag to, to be able to provide that. So I think the best thing for our event is just to stay out of that um, and just try and promote the hobby and then push them towards those shops um, when need be. But if any sponsors want to get on board, that's up to them. Um, I've never really chased it um, in the last couple of years. They've pretty much come to me. but. Um, this year, I've sort of it's been kept low level, um, very minimal, um, and yeah, there, there won't be at this stage. I don't see any sort of pilot straw, um, which might, some people might see as a shame. But no, that's, that's fair enough. Just, uh, where we've gone to. Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. No problem at all, really. See what happens. No, I, no, I don't turn up for the pilot straw. I turn up for the people there. Absolutely. Um, I turn up know. to take photos and fly and talk to people. Yeah, awesome. And that's and that's the way it should be. <laughs> like it, and it just create that fantastic environment. Like last year, 
um, hell of a heat wave. Yeah, how great was it that people could just sit around and have a chat? That was awesome. Um, and the venues, yeah. the, the, like that field is fantastic. I loved it there. Yeah. Mm. That's I good. Thought, I thought yeah, it was hopefully it's a little bit greener. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little bit dry with the drought, but, <laughs> yeah, but I know I know the um, the caretaker there. He's got plans for the next month to get the watering system going anyway. So oh, ripper! It'll be grass. There won't be any dust. That's for sure. Oh, cool. That's all right. That's all right. Um, on the last one, um, uh, uh, any plans for the future? Plans for the future? Oh, look, I'd like to be old and grey and still doing it and just catching up with. It. The people that enjoy doing this hobby. Um, You're already old you know, and great. <laughs> <laughs> well, look who's talking. <laughs> I've got a few years to catch up to you, mate. I'll say. <laughs> Put my foot in there, didn't I? Uh, look, I've got, a, I've got a couple of ideas in my mind. Um, I suppose at the moment um, I'm a little bit snowed under personally with a few items. Um, going on yeah that's this year but I've got a couple of plans that I'd like to keep to myself just to just to sort of keep it original um, mm-hmm. you know just try not to copy anyone else but um, yep. Yep. yeah I, I think um, at the end of the day the events what it's the event is made by the people who turn up yep um, yeah I can have all the ideas in the world whether people like them or not that's up to them, um, but I suppose really, yeah. I mean, I'd love to have a million dollars just to keep bringing people out and doing that sort of stuff. Um, but the other thing too is the list is starting to diminish quite a lot too. Um, yeah, we, we keep seeing on with the other events, the list is starting to shrink a lot. Yeah, that's so true. There's not a lot of options out there. Yep. Very um, true. I did have one one option for this year, but I had to bring his girlfriend out. They wanted a paid holiday for two weeks. Um, yeah, but what do you do? You, you can't. No, yeah, you can imagine the, the cost is too much. That, and yeah. I'm not going to ask the people that attend the event to finance that either. Yeah, so, yeah but I'm hearing you there. Yeah. It, yep. it, it's starting to get really, really crazy, some of the requests. Let's put it that way. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Sounds fantastic. I'm really keen to be yeah. there. I'm, sure. I'm looking forward to it's it. It's not far away now, either. Uh, no, no, it's, it's not. not. And I know you, Blake, will be the first two through the gate. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I need to guarantee it. Uh, I reckon you probably last year we were there about 12. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we were last year. Yeah, we were actually, <laughs> but I don't think yeah. so this year because I think we cut one day short. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, so we'll we'll turn up on when are we turning up? I think it's a Thursday. Oh, Thursday Arvo. Thursday Arvo. Yeah. Thursday Arvo. Yeah, it? yeah. This year we're going to leave early, so it might yeah. be early Arvo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're terrible. Yeah. No, you guys, you guys are usually the first ones through the gate, so well, you know, something's up if you guys have turned up. Oh, I think Jeff's getting a bit soft, so you know he had to cut one day short. <laughs> 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 Brian was keen too. <laughs> was he? Oh, well, Brian's yeah. getting a bit soft too, but we all know Brian's getting soft. Uh, he hasn't got a hot date lined up for this year's event. He's definitely going to be there. Uh, we're, talking, we're talking about oh, Brian. Oh, no, he's definitely, yeah, he's definitely We're talking about be Brian here. He doesn't yeah. have hot dates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, 
he's going to be a little bit devastated that he can't win his fourth kid at Heliotway, isn't he? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's kind of good that he won't be winning anything this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much for um, taking the time out, coming on, and now uh, having a bit of a chat to us. Um, I, uh, you know, of course, hopefully, you know, your this event this year goes just as well as any other year. So I wish you all the best for it. Um, and um, yeah, yep, fantastic. Looking forward to it, mate. Thank yeah, you. Great. Well, thank you very much for having me on, guys. Um, really appreciate it. Um, and I wish you all the success in the world with this podcast. I think it's fantastic that um, you guys are taking up the initiative to do this, and um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it the first one. So I'm looking forward to the future and seeing what you guys come up with. Thanks, mate. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. Really, a lot. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Marty. See you. Right. See you soon. Yes, we'll see all you right. soon. See you. See, see you in March. Yeah. <laughs> see you, mate. All right, let's wrap up this show. Um, what have we got here? Heli Heatwave. Uh, get onto Heli Heatwave Facebook page. Um, it's facebook.com. Let me have a look. Forward slash Heli Heatwave. Uh, get on there. Check it all out. Don't miss out. You've got to go. You really do. It's going to be a fantastic event. All the mates getting together, flying, talking. I'll be there with my camera. So will many other people probably. Um, so that's going to be fantastic. Uh, what else have we got? Look, you know, check out Sock Sauce Australia. Check out Rapid Hallies. Um, thank you, everybody, for all your great feedback. Thanks for your support. Um, Jeff, have you got anything to add? Well, with Heli Heatwave, mm-hmm. I don't know. Get a mate. Get up, you know, share the ride. Get up there. It can be anybody, you know, anybody can fly. You don't have to be a great flyer. There's spots you can hide away in the corner if you don't want to go on the main runway type area. So no, don't be scared. That's true. There's plenty of room at Cootamundra. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You and can go you, at either end. And if you've got someone to travel with, just organise a flying buddy or whatever. If get you there. can, it get makes there. it easier. Yep. Just get there. You'll love it. Get there. It's going to be fantastic. What else is there? Ours, ours, our, our Facebook page. Yes, inverted ah. down under. Please jump on there, comment, tell us what you like, yeah, what you comments. don't like. Yeah. yeah. Any suggestions, uh, anything like that. Just, yeah, any information is good information for us. Uh, we're just starting out. This is episode two. So, so yeah, please, any feedback, good feedback. Awesome. All right. I think we're done. We're done. Thank you very much, everybody. Catch you next time. See ya.